Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is the podcast Who Am I, where Steve, my co-host, and I um, are very analytical sometimes, but <laughs> but we try not to be too intellectual, and we try to learn more about our existence, our our consciousness, our nature, and that of the world by extension. And we thought today we would look back over the last almost four years of doing this on and off. Uh, this podcast is almost four years old and we have talked a lot about psychology, sometimes about philosophy and politics. Uh, we've had a few guests on and I would say that there's definitely been an evolution of the podcast, its topics, um, and the same goes for ourselves personally. So, Steve, um, what would you say? Um, could you characterize our approach as going from psychology more into spirituality, maybe? I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, like it's it's bizarre to think it's been four years. Like that's that's to me that's amazing. Like I would, if someone asked me, "Oh, how long have you been in the podcast for?" I'd probably be like, "Oh, a couple of years." I'd I'd probably just think it was just like two years or something, but it's nearly four. It's crazy. But yeah, to answer that question, yeah, like I think yeah, we've gone from more again. I think a more analytical, psychological, and even philosophical approach to more of a spiritual approach, um, being the sort of core of where we're coming from. Um, which is interesting. It's an, it's an interesting natural evolution, I think. Um, for a lot of people in the world, as well as ourselves, I think that most people, when they again try to understand who they are as a person, you know, we'll, we'll all go through our own individual journeys. As you know, we've shared a lot of ours. Um, we're continuing to obviously go through our journey. <laughs> it hasn't just stopped all of them. Um, and yeah, we all seem to kind of get back to our roots of I guess what I would call yeah spirituality which I guess defining that is an interesting yeah task if you want to try and do that yeah sure so what one one factor is for example that uh, a lot of people might think of religion when they hear spirituality uh some people might think of voodoo <laughs> yeah um <laughs> as many aspects uh I think it has a lot of overlap with psychology um, but again, in psychology, there are many facets. <clears throat> For example, there's very academic uh, psychology. And in my last episode, I interviewed a, a psychotherapist. So he was obviously trained academically, you know, intellectually, as a psychologist. Uh, but when we're lay psychologists, maybe, <laughs> we just inquire the way we know how, uh, which is mainly into ourselves. Um and you might think that, great, what, how can you understand other people better if all you're working on is yourself? Well, actually, that is a lot of how it works. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why. I'm not saying that everyone works the same way as I do, but it's because we're not individuals that that works. Uh, so, yeah, one one topic <laughs> has been, um, I don't know what to call it, the, the common consciousness or the the unity of all life. Uh, what other topics have we um, inquired into? Um, 
I mean, or in terms of spirituality or just in general over the episodes, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, spirituality mainly. Okay, because I was thinking, yeah, I guess, I guess all topics we've talked about, like, again, we've talked about, you know, systems that we get stuck in that can try and control us, um, mm -hmm. different ways of thinking. All these things I we question to then see if, if it makes sense to us. Does this make sense to us? And if it doesn't, then we, you know, we align, I guess, our spirituality, our um connection to um each other as a like uh species like human beings as a ecosystem almost like connecting ourselves to everything around us because i think that's to me that's what spirituality is i think and that's what we've kind of to me that's what it's kind of we've talked about things that isolate us to then go hang on I, mean, I don't like that because it isolates us um what's the opposite of that and it's all what's connection to things it's realizing that i do have a a place in the grand scheme of things but don't necessarily need to feel i have that to be at peace like again there's lots, lots of different things that we've discussed about again our own spiritual nature i, I want to mirror um, some of the things you just said uh because really interesting you you mentioned at least two ways that that you uh, discern of what what of the signals you receive are um, valuable or true, it's, it's really hard to put a finger on this, right? Because in in mathematics there are some rigorous, um, repeatable ways of testing things. Uh, then trying to transfer mathematics onto nature can be really really tough. Uh, but you said things make sense and you said uh, things feel bad or feel good yeah. and and those are just as valid uh and we try to take all kinds of ways of validating uh signals from outside from inside our body or our mind to make progress on them and to sift through them yeah like yeah the the way we analyze and feel and think um again determines how we th feel and think <laughs> and so therefore like as we do this podcast um gives us time to reflect on different aspects of again who we are and our interactions mm -hmm. with the world around us um and i think again some of the conclusions we've come to about spirituality or that led us to become more spiritual is the only things we can sort of really can control is our cell internal stuff or we can learn to try and not control that's the wrong word but try and uh, harmonize and be at peace with um is what is our responses to things is how we deal with things is how we um choose to relate to things because ultimately we could we could have we could have like been like we could have in an alternate reality been like actually you know what the only thing that really matters is survival mm -hmm. and therefore money is all that matters because that allows us to survive like in this, in this in this current system that we live in like we could have gone on that path and been like okay well that's all we'll talk about is you know finances and um jobs and how to get the next next best thing that helps us survive and gives us an easier life and um that could have been a path i mean yeah we sort of want those things to make our lives a bit more better or easier or to influence the world but actually at the end of the day if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen like that's just we have come to or at least i think we both have i think come to terms that 
um, it is us and our happiness internally that matters. Um, that's the foundation, I guess, or the key to open, unlock the door or whatever metaphor you want to use mm -hmm. uh, to, I guess, again, spirituality and happiness. One, one of the things I need in order to feel happy and alive is uh, the feeling that I have free will in some measure. Yeah. And and yeah, I so I like how you said um, <laughs> the question of what do I have control over? What what can I influence? And you know, when I think something, does it make a difference to something else? <laughs> it, is that ever the case? Well, can I change uh, who's in power in like politically? Yeah. Can can I change how other people vote? Uh, can I change all these all this infrastructure that we're just born into? Um, usually, no. <laughs> Maybe to a tiny bit that I won't even recognize when it happens. Uh, so yeah, I I have turned more and more to the inside and try to find ways of um, I don't know, just enacting change. Sometimes it doesn't even matter if it's good or bad change. Just I want the feeling that something is different because I exist. And I'm not even sure if that is what I will want in the future. <laughs> uh, because some spiritual teachers say that you become more free and more yourself and more alive by relinquishing the control. Not as in, yes, you may now control me and I will be your slave. But uh, everything is one life. And believing that I am this one person, this individual, and everyone else is an individual, is an illusion. And actually, I am everyone. And becoming aware of my true nature is the only liberating thing that I can uh, achieve or you know, experience. So that that is yeah that is sometimes a struggle for me uh, that I want want to hold on to old ways of thinking about uh, freedom and and life yeah uh, and trying out these for me new ways I mean they've been around for thousands of years uh, they they have to be if they're true <laughs> but <laughs> anyway is that something you can yeah you can no, no, follow that's yeah that that was um very i guess reflective of what i was thinking and feeling and how um as we try to again liberate ourselves free ourselves from our thought patterns or systems that i guess trap us we tend to sort of again it's a struggle it's painful like you know we talked about it before the pain the pain of letting go of things the um exhausting aspect and that it takes time like enlightenment or again finding peace or finding harmony um becoming spiritual it's there's no start or end to it like that's like the, the who my podcast it's like it's an interesting statement to use for a podcast name because what are we expecting one day just to be like finish the podcast and go this is who I am there we go I figured it out <laughs> thanks for all for joining us Goodbye. 
Like, is is that going to be the case? Like, at some point, we just find full understanding of the world around us. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that will ever happen. I don't think no. we'll ever get to that point where we don't want to discuss what we're experiencing. Um, and yeah, I think as we go through this process um, that we're going through, um, we... Again, I think it's, it's to me, it's a letting go. Like, I talked, I talked about it so many times. Is that you? I mean, you were just talking about, um, I'm trying to think the spirit, like being um, discovery, yeah, discovery, um, and how changing what your um old thought patterns were and stuff to new ones, and how, yeah. There's something I'm trying to say and I can't quite get it out of my brain. Sorry, um, but it's been it's been a journey. Like it's been an incredible journey so far. Um, just in the podcast alone, let alone our existence. Right. Uh, the, the podcast has been a very useful way of discussing things am amongst ourselves, and for me, a, a huge part is just putting things into words. Uh, yeah. Some people like to journal. I don't. That's another way of being reflective and making things explicit. And then I guess your journal is your mirror so that you can see, well, this thing that I've been believing is actually crazy and it's time that I get rid of this belief. And so sometimes when I struggle to explain something to, to you or someone else, I realize that either it's not worked out enough yet or turns out it's stupid. <laughs> and no longer serving me that's one huge way that this podcast has, has been of benefit to me yeah it's uh it's helped us to keep our friendship going we yeah. uh last time we saw each other in person was oh gosh i don't know eight years ago or so yeah it's gonna be a while isn't it <laughs> And so I'm not good at keeping in touch with people yeah. that I don't see regularly. But when you work on something together, that's a great way. That's a touch. good point. Yeah. No, there we go. That's that's an aspect of spirituality right there is creativity. So mm -hmm. I think that all I think all of us, I think every one of us have, even if we're terrible at it in, in terms of our ability to do it. Like, so, for example, painting, for example, I'm a terrible painter like and a, and a terrible singer. But you know what? I really enjoy singing. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's a creative thing to sing. Like it's a creative, like um, it's, it's expressive thing. And that's what, I guess that's the link between creativity is expression. I think expressing again, who we are or what we like or what we don't like. Um, and I think being able to express that is what this podcast is, is being able to express and create together something. Um, and I think that is a huge aspect of spirituality. Um you know, you could like you get a bunch of people together to sing a song together, or play music together, or to paint, to, like paint stuff together. Even if they're doing separate paintings, being in that little community to do that thing, there is a bond. There is a strong bond that takes place. Um, and like we talked about therapy earlier, and about like more academic therapy, but there's again the aspects of therapy and um, sorry, psychology, and how there is a massive branch now of spiritual psychology, um, which is therapies like creating things and therapies like um, expressing yourself through 
different mediums than just necessarily talking because we could you know we technically could have we, we would have maintained our friendship by just talking and catching up but then we're doing it this way so it has a little, you know, a little bit of structure a little bit of creative aspect why is that becoming again more of a thing to help heal people because again that's what a lot of psychology well psychology is understanding then therapy is obviously a lot of it is to help heal our minds um and hearts and how we feel and how we think and again my personal opinion is that we are beings of creativity like our roots are in um the desire to create things um we see that to me i see that in computer games i see that in um you know in a lot of a lot of people i know just people around me they they enjoy creating things they enjoy the you know hobbies that involve creation and when they're most miserable is when they're not doing those things. Like, you know, in a job that is in the office, just doing, you know, some people enjoy doing like spreadsheets. Some people love that, like, you know, creative, that level, coding, all these things, that's creative. Um, but there, when you're not doing that thing that you find creative and fun or healthy, yeah, you're sad. It feels like something's missing. I don't know if you, I don't know if you felt, I felt that, you feel like something's missing maybe. I don't know if you felt that, but. Yeah. Um, this this podcast doesn't give me any income. It's a, a, a hobby, or or you might say a passion project. Um, and I guess, well, there are several reasons why why I got into it and why I continue with it. One was to challenge myself. Uh, one was to become more public. And you're you're already used to that as an author, but for me, it's uh, still a challenge. Yeah, and I sometimes wonder what things i am losing by doing this um but i believe i'm gaining more so it's it's a good trade-off and i just forgot the third thing um oh being of service to others i hope that that is what yeah. we're doing and yeah. i think uh it is a desire for a, a lot of people out there uh to do something in the service of others you know that will somehow benefit others maybe relieve their pain or empower them or anything like that. But like you said, they're stuck in a job that they hate, <laughs> that they see no purpose in. That is common too. Uh, but they um, feel stuck. They feel that it's necessary. And that might be true. I'm, I can't judge for them uh, what is the right way to go. Uh, I, I suppose it's, it's a privilege or or we are privileged to be able to to have the time and energy and means and materials to do this without um, any financial reward. Yeah. But otherwise, the, it's been very rewarding. <laughs> yeah. It's like that um, aspect of, I guess, privilege is a tough one to come to terms with because obviously, again, I, I, I don't remember how much I've talked about it in the past, but obviously, you know, we do mention health stuff and we do mention our energy levels and we do mention these kind of things. And I'm lucky to live in a country where there are, yeah, there are benefits that allow me to just have a basic life of, you know, a place to live, enough for food, enough to have, and I've got friends that help me out as well. Like this laptop that we're doing this on, I didn't mm. buy this, you know, a friend gave it to me. Um, and I'm very lucky to and privileged to have these things um, to allow us to do this podcast, allow us to do the creative stuff, to allow us to do these. Um, but then again, it's balanced by the limitations that we, you know, 
uh, have again through health um, and struggles. And so, you know, it would be nice to have a proper, I guess, inverted commas, proper income or uh, from this. But at the end of the day, you know, we don't need it. We're lucky to be able to have this time that we have to create. And again, that's a value thing. Like, again, we talked about it before, going down the sort of, you know, talked about healing, talk about um, what we just talked about, but having value on something. And it's that the world does not value or we have lost the value of such things as creativity or understanding who we are. Like in this country, you know, in, in the UK, the budget for creative stuff is constantly being cut, even for like mental health stuff as well. Like just like those two things side by side. And it's leading to a very, like, very, like, sad society. Like, sad as in, like, upset, angry all the time, frustrated all the time. Like, and the energies are very, you know, it's still obviously hope, laughter, love, it all exists. But as a whole, I I feel that people are becoming more and more disheartened. Because, yeah, basically because we're not getting time time to create, time to enjoy each other's creations we don't value it to get its perception like a lot of people would rather just go to the cinema and yes watch a film than you know go watch a play and actually a play really is it will again depending on the play depending on the story depending on the actors blah 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 but it in my opinion would have more value to be amongst a like theater scenario as in a, a drama play rather than a cinema situation because there's creativity that's gone in more creativity in my opinion more value around that but we just want quick easy entertainment so therefore we don't value that which just takes more time and energy and it's more expensive as well again it's money also back to money it's more expensive to go to a, the a playhouse theater these days than it is to a cinema Mm -hmm. So that limits things, cost. Yeah, in in education, technological subjects are much more supported. Um, you are prepared to become a professor, in a sense, or you are prepared to become an engineer. Uh, my feeling is that, that those are the huge focuses and that art is something <laughs> that pathetic people can do in their free time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess that that has a lot to do with the mechanistic worldview and the lack mentality. Um, and yeah, it's just a perpetuating belief that we need oil for machines and plastic <laughs> in order to move things faster, in order to make more profit. And it, it's just uh, what's what's the purpose behind it all it's it comes down to survival and greed i would say uh yeah. so so the the very lowest step on the maslow hierarchy of human yeah. needs so that's pathetic in a sense if that's all that society cares about and i'm not saying that everyone is guilty of this um of course it's just something that we carry in ourselves and that we usually feel is necessary because we buy into it yeah. um but there are ways of freeing yourselves from that, even if it's only in your spare time at first. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Colin Firth said in an interview um, when he was reflecting on his early times of, of trying to become an actor and you know, he felt like it was a calling and it would be fulfilling for him. He said to the to the young acting students um, in the audience, look for someone who will pay you for what you want to do. And if they won't, then go to someone else. <laughs> and yeah. that really stuck with me. I, I forgot everything else about the interview, but I thought, yeah, that's that's true. I, I need to be true to myself before I can expect anyone else to be loyal to me. And, and yeah, yeah, this is one of those projects. <laughs> yeah. And it also involves a confidence of interacting with people. This is like most, like I guess, create, if you're doing, if you're doing, if we're talking about, again, we've gone shifted a little bit. If you're talking about, um, again, spiritual nature for the sake of spiritual nature, if you're talking it in terms of value and the creative aspect of spirituality to then earn a living and to be able to survive using it, to be able to survive using your creativity or your hobbies or your, these things, it involves interacting with people. And that can be tough for those that are creative. Yeah. That's what's interesting is that a lot of people that are creative have anxieties around being around people who struggle to um, put themselves out there. Um, because, again, it's so cutthroat out there because it's hard to break through. Whereas, again, if if we had a more, if there was more value on these things, you could just go down the local community center and perform your play that you want to play. And if people, again, weren't critical and weren't and understood that, that these things are important in whatever form, again, expression, uh, being true to oneself, showing who we are as a person, you know, who am I? If we were able to be that honest with each other uh, without all the criticisms, the criticisms, then we would be so much more, again, loving, kind, happy as and people. And open to taking a risk. And it was taking a risk. But because we're afraid, again, going back to fear we've talked about a lot before, is it stops us from doing these things. And so because there's so much criticism, because there's so much um, competition, um, it makes it hard to break through in these areas to have it as your job or source of income to survive. Because, you know, that would be the dream, you know, but it shouldn't be. That should be the, that should be the reality. That should be the norm, you know, um, because again, we are lucky. We are privileged that we don't have to go out and farm the fields. We don't have to go out and do this and spend the whole day doing these things. You know, we are lucky that we'll go hunting and gathering and spend all, you know, storing up things for the winter to then survive over winter. And we, you know, we live in a very privileged time in human existence. Um, but also a very restricted, as we know, as we know, very restricted in in many things. We're now dependent upon these pieces of paper and these bits of metal mm -hmm. called money um, to be able to survive. And um, there is satisfaction from work, you know, being able to achieve that and get that money. But it has, in my opinion, numbed our society to, again, spirituality. And I think again, as we go, we've gone through the podcast. We've we've pulled that apart. We've ripped that apart, and looked more and more trying to figure out, you know, where do we fit into this scheme of things? Where where do we place ourselves amongst all the spectrum of society? And yeah, I think again, we're leading towards more a spiritual society that is, um, well, we want, you know, we you and I. I'm assuming that. I mean, what do you think about it? Do you, are you is that your dream? What's your utopian dream? I yeah. guess. No, my thoughts were going in the direction of utopia and. I 
my image of utopia has changed over the years, but only slightly. You know, some things have been there all all the time. Uh, and one is, for example, that everyone can be themselves, that that no one needs to hide who they are. I, I remember as a as a twenty year old when I was thinking about this, I said, I want there to be no difference between what people think and what they say. And and by that, I didn't mean that it's like people are talking all the time, you know, that that you can hear every thought. I yeah, I meant that you do not wear a mask. You do not change yourself. Yeah, uh, in the in the uh, presence of other people, and I can I can also confirm what you said about um, uh, being a business person. Um, well, not from experience, but I've heard it so many times from trainers that you need a community. You yeah. you cannot make it on your own. I mean, sure, you you can achieve a certain sense of independence, but actually, we're all interdependent. So there's no absolute yeah. independence out there. Um, yeah. What was I saying? And and so, I think it would be nice to make money. Uh, that system can work. Yes, it's been abused, and we are being exploited through it. But I hope to become an entrepreneur in the future. I hope that uh, this audience will see a lot more of me because I plan to become even more public. Uh, I don't know if I'll be making any money through this podcast um, or through some other project, but in a utopia, I imagine there would be no money. Yeah. And, and it's difficult for me to imagine all the consequences of that. It would mean that maybe there would be more trading of things, um, you know, direct trading of products and services rather than via the medium of money. That's that's often difficult because what is it called? The coincidence of necessities or something like that. Um, So that that sounds realistic, uh, unrealistic right right from the beginning. But but emotionally, I I imagine there would be more uh, love um, that the people are just interested that your benefit is my benefit automatically. Just if I serve you, I have automatically served myself. Yeah. And so it's, I'm not interested in reciprocity. Yeah. It, it it upsets me and angers me when people talk about, you know, I, I have this, again, utopian concept in my head where, again, no money, no nothing like that. And even trade isn't technically really a thing. Um, not in the sort of, uh, like, uh, normal sense of the word. It's just giving. So if you see someone that needs something that you can give, you give, and they'll do exactly the same themselves. So you just you just give what you need to give at any given point. Lol, love the word give there. Um, but yeah, like what really annoys and upsets me is when people talk about you know training of nurses or doctors or firemen or policemen or all these kind of concepts, and they go, oh, we can't live in a place where there's no money because then you know no one's going to want to be the doctors because that you know because they won't get paid. Uh, like more and i just i just facepalm like so hard because like over court over history people have still done these things when they haven't been paid like right now again i can talk about like recently in the uk like the nurses and doctors are so understaffed well especially nurses more than anything so underpaid right now so underpaid like literally like they're they're, they're, their working conditions are horrific they're working 12 hour 16 hour shifts they're not being paid nearly enough and they're still doing it 
because they care, because they want to look after people. They want to make sure that people, it's not because they're like, oh, I still need that money to live. They Most of them probably could go and find another job. And so that argument of like, oh, how do we, you know, we have to value things so that um, people will specialize. People will still specialize because it's their nature. These people, some of these people, these people will still do it. Um, and so therefore you can just have, you know, some people will still want to be bin men. Like I, I, I it's going to sound weird, but you know what? I would love to help out by just like cleaning up the streets. Mm. Like, you know what? If I had, a bu- but again, a bunch of people I knew that were like, hey, you know what? This week it's our turn to do the, to clean up the um the streets and take the trash to the, the trash place. I don't even want to pay me to do it or anything. I just, yeah, let's just do it. Like, why do we have to have a reward system? Why are we so insecure as a species that we have to be like, yay, feed my ego, give me things because I've, I, could, I could have done something. Why does it have to be reward? The reward is the act itself. And that is my idea, I guess, of a utopian. Like you said, more love, more care, more willingness to just do. You, um, you, you're, you're saying a lot of the same things that I listened to the other day uh, by Rupert Spira, an English okay. um, spiritual teacher, and he said uh, a lot of what you're describing comes from this the sense of separation or the uh, believing that we're all individuals. Um, yeah. It would be more useful if we thought of us ourselves as an ant farm, for example, where we are one organism, right? Yeah. And and when any part is serving any part, then the whole benefits yeah and you you feel responsible and it's it's like a holistic uh, approach yeah. anyway um the sense of separation or the belief that we are separate is false and is an illusion yeah. and it is a narrative that gets spread from generation to generation and through media and through how we treat each other um you know even though we're treated badly we we propagate that behavior with others um, and he said, you need to bring it into the light, into the open, because that, um, it's like a little monster inside of you and the monster can only survive as long as you're not aware that it exists. And so by allowing your feelings to be expressed, you know, by, by uh, admitting that you're sad or feel lonely or depressed or angry, whatever it is. By admitting it to yourself, by, by whatever it is, crying, writing yeah. about it, speaking about it to someone, you shine a light on it. Yeah. And then it's like that that ghost or whatever just, just poof, disappears or it loses its power, loses its grip on you. And you're suddenly freed from this, I would call it a rumination, you know, a, a recurring belief that, that you feed with your energy. Um, if you give into anger for example you're only sustaining it yeah and so uh and by giving well by giving in i mean acting on it or acting yes i know what you mean yeah. uh, the other giving in <laughs> the positive way to give in to anger is to allow the feeling you don't have to act on it but yep. by feeling it it loses it runs out of steam yeah and that's why the i think one of the most central topics on this podcast has been awareness yeah when, whenever i enter those those topics to, to make the videos more uh searchable awareness is one that keeps coming up <laughs> yeah no, like you're talking about um uh well if you're talking about spirituality and to me again you were talking there about um yeah connection 
and often we've talked about purpose and i think connection is more important than purpose because i think connection can be the purpose again i'm just running through it in my brain as i'm talking <laughs> yeah. um because like often we feel we need a purpose about something i need to be again to help others or to do uh, do things to like um make a million dollars or um be that be really good at something um but i think i think connection is transcends that and i think that is spirit to me that is spirituality so like the connection that we have when i go away from this i feel like again not alone you were talking you were talking about mm -hmm. again that loneliness that anger or frustrations those emotions that build up which again is mostly what's happening in society is that there's loneliness i bumped into someone last night i was walking down the street with my board games to go to the board games um group and the dude was like oh that's cool what you do because i told him what i did like he's like a sell, selling a magazine to make money like the big issue they call it in the uk um and i spoke to him i was like hey how's it going um are you okay he's like yeah just struggling with stuff and i feel like i feel alone um but i spoke to this uh priest at a church that what was gonna potentially let's use the community center so we can talk about things and i was like that's so good because we need that we need that connection we need to be able to express ourselves and i think that is what's missing i think that is probably the, the fundamental thing that globalization weirdly and and social media and social media again technology social media has cause to happen because again these things by themselves aren't bad things again like it's it's how it's what we do with them and again businesses politicians have turned them into things that create loneliness isolation um again social media news people again uh, news uh companies fear fear mongering makes you afraid to go outside makes you afraid to meet people um and that's where again i think spirituality has been lost and i think there's a resurgence in that i think the last sort of Maybe, maybe not in the last sort of fifty years or so. I think since the hippie days, um, there's been a huge sort of like trying to push and push and push against uh, what's going on to create connect connectivity, and we need to start doing that in communities. That's where it's going to start happening more. Is like on, again using the tools like this, create communities on the internet, create communities within uh, social media. Um, I've got another friend who's using, who's doing that right now with various different mediums. Who's creating a really cool uh, community um and that's to me a spirituality that to me brings happiness and i think and and a purpose by just being connected but no i have a question for you um as we finish up um there are as you're probably aware um many inventors in the world that come up with uh technologies for very cheap energy I'm, and I'm talking near zero cost energy. Yeah. And we don't hear about them because they get suppressed. Uh, you know, for example, when they try to get the patent, uh, they their technology gets confiscated or they get threatened or sometimes killed. Yeah. And an obvious suspect for that is the oil industry. You know, yeah. they, they don't want to lose their monopoly on our power supply oil and coal and gas um do you think we would be any closer to utopia if everyone had a tiny device in their home that would supply them with more energy than they could ever need for for all their needs interesting that would unlock that would that would unlock potential for like definitely 
we've talked like, about lack mentality yeah. uh dependence on on money machinery so i think it would definitely have an impact there but thinking spiritually yes what would can... it would it make make a big change yeah i i, I yeah like if we took away again dependency and mm -hmm. gave again freedom gave the ability to just not less, have to worry not to fear. worry about yeah not to worry about heating your house not to worry about uh getting food because again you just get the thing you'd have the energy to just provide that uh cook the food or whatever it is you need to do um yeah like a lot of loss a lot of worries and stress i think it would uh, equalize the the developed and the developing world a lot more yes we would be more in touch with like Africa and South America and yeah. you know we so often aren't because they are not as rich as we are and and our businesses are only interested in yeah in uh, trading with rich people yeah they're they're exploited like again like um just earlier on I was listening to something that talked about how um companies can um there's a a system in place which companies can sue companies can sue countries if they break terms of agreements. And so, for example, the example gave was um, come from the country, but an African country, where they, um, I think it was energy-based stuff, and the um, company sued them for it. And then that's for billions, and that company had to not do it. They had to stop doing what, like, the... Um, internal uh, infrastructure making it better for their own country let's stop making their own country better hmm. because this company would have ripped oh, a rich a, com a western a rich, company a rich company sorry yeah a rich company sorry yes was suing a, a poor country uh, a country a rich country was suing a poor company okay yeah. uh no uh no no a company a rich company was mm -hmm. suing a, a, a country. country got it got it um because uh, the country was trying to progress further in its own things and the fact that they can do that, like I didn't realize yeah. they could do that. I didn't realize companies could sue yeah. countries uh, because of trade agreements. Again, how the trade right. stuff is set up. Um, and that but was those agreements like, are not mutually beneficial. <laughs> well, no, no, but the, yeah, they're not mutually beneficial. But that country has been yeah caught up in that situation. So yes, again, differences divide us. Again, by its very nature, we're constantly like told this is separate from this, this is separate from that, this is separate from this. Um, these we're cut, we're richer here, they're poorer there, and it's all just yeah, it's all just ways to divide us. Even again, the male female thing, like there's a lot of empowering stuff to do with male and female energies, but they're not ex uh, ex inclusive. No, exclusive, exclusive. It's they exclusive. are human. Yeah, they're hu they're human emotions, <laughs> human powers, and like we need to start, in my opinion, if we want to be again happier, more spiritual, more. Um, at peace, more healed, less fear, more love, then yeah, we need to again find what unites us and appreciate the differences if there are differences. Like like you said earlier, being able to just be ourselves. Like being able to express ourselves, express our thoughts in a way that is no judgment, just and just someone listening to those. Um it's bizarre that we live in a world that we are so critical of others when they say things or to like to me it's bizarre anyway. Um, that we feel we have to just like share our opinion when someone says something, like in terms of it's contrary, and make an argument, make a just like a like debate or argument, um, when actually just listen, it's just different. 
there's no right or wrong kind of scenario. Um, but this podcast, again, I guess we're coming towards a conclusion, as you said a, second, a minute ago, um, has helped us, I guess, think, come to that conclusion where we are more focused now on our spiritual journeys, I think, and that of love, spiritual journey of love. Um, I think that's what we've achieved so far. Know about you or what you feel and stuff um yeah yeah i'm still learning what love is uh just uh most recently it, it dawned on me that it's the it's the thing that that makes that common consciousness or that that turns a group of individuals into a, a single organism um and just to go back to the energy question um sorry yeah if uh if everyone no longer had any um, energy supply problems, then I think there would still be a lot of uh, fundamental problems um, spiritually that that everyone needs to work out for themselves, and that we, as a whole, are also starting to wake up to. So, yeah, the the value of this spiritual work would be no less. Uh, it's just as important as yes. when you know, physical survival requirements are covered. Yeah, it would free, people, free people's time and, and their own energy up to be able to contemplate these things and spend time on these things if we had the energy source. We would finally rise higher on the Maslow hierarchy Yes, in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, so thank you for giving me this opportunity. Likewise. I have not felt comfortable yet to do any episodes on my own. I keep having ideas, but there's... It's something that just makes it difficult for me and uh, having someone like-minded to share thoughts with has made it possible and easier. Yeah. And so I'm happy that we can put these things out there on the internet and hopefully help other people with their journey of awakening as well. Yeah. 